listeners, welcome to the Bedpost Podcast. I'm Erin Pym, your host as always. Here at the podcast, what I usually like to do is bring fun guests into my studio to have a in-depth conversation about sex and sexuality. This week I'm just recording a little pre-roll because my guest from last week talked so goddamn long that we got two whole episodes out of it. So what you are getting is part two of my talk with erotic artist Vanessa Walsh about polyamory and specifically what we were doing for these episodes was taking questions from the interwebs. So if you'd like to go back, uh, go one episode back to episode 198 and listen to the first one. However, uh, it's not necessary because we're just going to be answering more questions and it's not even necessarily sequential. So without further ado, let me take you to part two of my fantastic interview about polyamory with erotic artist Vanessa Walsh. Hello everyone, welcome back. I'm here with erotic artist Vanessa Walsh. Hey, 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 hey. how's it been? How are you doing today? How's your poly relationships going, everybody? Are you, you, you going to gonna say to you're them? fine, even though you don't mean it? <laughs> it's great. It's all great. Uh, How about you? <laughs> I'm fine. How are you? You know, yeah. been, been going, the, you know, life. Life. Life happens. So how about you just ask us your question? Hey, how about that? Instead of feeling kind of weird right now <laughs> about what you want to talk about. Exactly. Which is Polly. Let us know which is Polly. Talk about Polly, everybody. And we have um, just a real succinct question here from mm. Kit, who has been on the podcast before. And Kit asks, do contracts work? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was I supposed to elaborate? <laughs> so. So if, by contract. Yeah. Okay. And like. Yeah, I guess it depends on what you deem a contract, but if it's yeah. written agreement, you can't stray from written agreement that much. Mm-hmm. And, and it's if, very clear and concise. If you broke you... the rules, then you broke the rules. And it says right there. And maybe when you also discussed that, you talked about what the consequences would be like. Probably. Whatever it is, if, if there's something that you didn't want happened, and whatever. Yeah, if it's a good contract, it will go into... Like, the only reason it's weird is that it's not in normal relationships. Quote-unquote normal, well, yeah. You know, like, yeah. if it's if it's without the kink stuff, if it's without the poly stuff, well, you talk about things in your relationship. What's cool with you versus not? What's a, what's a straw that would be broken? Yeah, yeah, Very yeah. easily. Yeah, like, yeah. if you did this... Deal breaker. Yeah. Or it's also about 
what do you like? How mm-hmm. far do you want to go with that? Mm-hmm. Give me all your ideas and which ones I overlap with. Maybe we go do those things. Mm-hmm. But we do it in a way that whoever's, usually it's the sub, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Are you going to tie me up? Great. But you're not allowed to fuck me. Mm-hmm. Well, if you do, that's rape. Mm-hmm. If you take off a condom, no. Mm-hmm. If you, like, like that's, that's the thing. Everyone's going to be different, but what they want and expect out of any relationship. Yeah. Whether it's friendly or sexy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if it's written down, a all, written contract for, versus a verbal mm-hmm. all or a handshake. Be- all the better. You know, how good is someone's handshake? Right. Or their word or well, yeah. that they might forget the thing they said. Yeah. Or they might interpret it a certain way. Yeah, don't, don't, it, it it's, removes a bit of the situation of having it taken a different way. Exactly, yeah. 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 And um, I answered my, very quickly. No, that was great. No, ah! <laughs> you had very strong opinion on that mm, one. Sorry. Um, yeah, it's interesting because there are a lot of, when pe- people, you know, maybe monogamous folks or non-kinky folks might be like, contract, that sounds like a business transaction yeah, that sounds a little cold oh that no sounds i'm locked in harsh. now what sounds like a big commitment however everybody has unwritten contracts in all their relationships mm-hmm. right if you're in a monogamous relationship with somebody an unwritten contract is probably you don't get to fuck anyone else yes yeah. but yeah you you haven't written it down but you generally have this unwritten... Those are the only ones that we have sort of unwritten guidelines yeah. for. Like, if now you make out into... with someone, we're going to have to talk about us going forward in this relationship. Yeah, you know? that's, that's so, like when it's an unwritten type thing, it's more like that. When it's a written type thing, or if it's something that you guys discussed actually, Yeah. you know, a lot of people in their closed relationships have never had the conversation, never had to... If you cheat on me, it's over. Yeah. Okay. Because that's understood generally, yeah. right? It, you're at a base of you. You need to make sure you understand each other. Yeah. Hmm. So in poly, I think why these are helpful is because monogamy, we generally have an idea of how it works. Even though, as we mentioned, it can look a few different ways, possibly. Mm-hmm. But in general, it's like <clears throat> we are faithful to each other sexually. Mm-hmm. But in polyamory, it's like there are no rules. There can be no rules. rules. There, with, that you there can down. be. Yeah, they're all rules that you collaborate and co-create, mm-hmm. right? And you have to figure those out and know them because it's not like this unwritten heteronormative script that we all know just through all of our culture coming at us all the time. Mm-hmm. It's something that is unique from. Uh, relationship to relationship, dynamic to dynamic. So that's why I think it, I agree with you. It's a very good idea. Great idea. Writing it down is even better. You're allowed to go out for coffee, but don't let it turn into a sexual date. Or if it turns into a sexual date, tell me after. Tell me right away. If you're going to go out with someone, I want to know about it this amount of time ahead of time. Yep. You know, it's um, whether you've made a contract and signed it or you received the text message. Mm-hmm. Basically the same thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then if something's really bothering you because something got broken, mm-hmm. 
It's so that if something gets broken, you know how to... It's actually a lot um, nicer, because then that person probably knows that a confrontation's gonna come, because mm-hmm. they knew that they broke a rule, mm-hmm. and this is coming, yeah. and you've already discussed that, you know... Yeah, it's, to, it's, to it's anyone that easier. yeah, yes, to anyone that thinks it's weird and it's foreign and it's complicating strike things, strike that from the record. Strike that from the record because how have you ever been on you know courting someone, having a couple dates with someone, and not knowing what this is? Yeah, and <gasps> that's true. And like, not knowing less of that. Yeah, way like, less of that. And 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 maybe expecting something, and then the other person not being on the same wavelength and disappointing you and hurting you. Because you're not talking about any of this stuff, because you're playing this game. And if it started off where you... You were super open and clear and concise Mm. with what's going on and what you expect. You're going to be more likely to reevaluate much more successfully, too. Yeah. And not get hurt and and not... Yeah, yeah. it's a nice little pad that that can help that way. If, If something's going to change, maybe life circumstances change. Maybe someone moves away. There you go. Someone's going to move away. Or they got work stuff. Okay, well, what's the new contract like? What does it look like now? Exactly, yeah. And not to say that you... Yeah, it's it's, even it's not set in stone if you mm, do write it down. Like, that can still be changed and edited and... Before, you were saying, like, if you open and close it, like, same difference. Yeah. You're just reevaluating. It's a checking point. Checkpoint. You know, check in. Yeah. Um, with your partner or partners, what's what's the guideline here? Maybe it's like a written contract only for that one evening. Yep. There you go. And it changes the next day. Yeah. Whatever's going to work. Love it. Yeah. Whatever's going to work and for t- anyone involved. Because it's all an ongoing conversation. Mm. You know, it should be an ongoing conversation. So mm. just because it's written down doesn't mean... It's set in stone, and yeah. it's not an Pe- ongoing. And people change. Uh, circumstances change. Everything changes every week. Is Nature, a life, something. baby. Yeah, it's fucking life. So yeah. yeah, to think that a contract is not going to change—that's silly. Of course it is. Every it's all going to evolve, right? Mm. There you go. Mm. Love it. Love it. <laughs> uh, another one from Instagram. It just says, "How do you meet new partners? Did I meet anyone? Yeah. Who... Have you met anyone new lately? Uh, probably the last time that I." met someone who sparked my interest. Anytime that someone sparks my interest, like they will have a conversation with me and recognize whatever is in my brain. <laughs> Cause you have to at least first recognize that I mean business. <laughs> and as much as I am ridiculous and very aloof and what's that shiny thing over there? I forgot what you just said. Uh, uh, I have a brain. Yeah. If I'm meeting new people wherever it is, if that's not being recognized, I'm not meeting new partners. <laughs> not interested. Sorry. But like, if you're getting out of the house, you have potential to bump into so many strangers that could be. Sure do. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, yeah. It's not always at a bar. No. It's not always your friend's friend. No. It's uh. So meeting new people, it's a matter of like, if I do meet someone and I find them interesting, I want to maybe go and get to know them Mm -hmm. and then that's where i go to my partner and say when are you not available because maybe i'll put it in that day yeah what do you think about this yeah yeah 
Stuff like that. Yeah. Like, I, the, the interest, the sexual interest isn't there immediately. That's the thing. Okay. It's yeah. just a desire to, oh, hey, I, it's a little bit down. Okay. I, I get, yeah. I get what's going on here and I'd like to know more. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, you talked about having masks that you like to wear. Huh. I've always wanted to not like someone that also likes masks. <laughs> I don't have that right now. Oh, okay. Okay. Maybe. You know, like, it, it. And then it's just like a, a bit more like normal dating. You get to know someone and mm-hmm. and whenever there are times that I'll see those people, that's where it's like, well, what day? And talk with the partner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or partners if they're involved, right? Yeah. For mm. me, um, for me, Matt loves to have any anytime he can be at our place alone. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I, I won't schedule the same time he's seeing his partner. I'll yeah. purposefully schedule when he's doing nothing oh. so that I can be out of the house. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's what we schedule. That, no, I love it. it then, we used then you're to... giving him that gift. <laughs> right. So good. Yeah, we were talking about before to do whatever the fuck he wants in the yeah. condo by himself. Yeah. Oh, I feel so happy for you. Get to be alone, baby. Yes. Look at you. Yeah. And it's I, funny I'm that. I'm going to go have my own fun. Yeah. And it's funny that it used to be the other way, as you, how you were saying, you mm. know, we'd kind of try to schedule so that when we were both home, you know, we could be both home and then, oh, you're at work. So then I'll go on the date so that we can be home yeah. later. We used to do it that way. Now it's completely the opposite way. It's, I'm like, I'll schedule shit for when I know you're doing nothing because you really value your alone time yeah. and you've expressed that to me. And I'm like, great. Yeah. Let's do the thing. Nice. Yeah. 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 All right. Oh, oh, so how do I meet new partners? Uh, I was going to answer. Go, go um, get to know more people at different functions. There's, there's go, go out and do events. shit. Sexy sh- events. Yeah. You know what's a sexy event. I you do. know what's freaking coming up. I do. And it's always coming up, too. It doesn't <laughs> matter when you're listening to this. <laughs> it's always coming up. It's once a month. Third Friday of every month, people. 8 p.m. at the Social Capital Theater. <laughs> Sorry, I'll just. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Do. Yeah. I like. Um. I like that idea of like. Oh, do kind of go to sexy events. The, go to yeah. poly events. Like go to. The, there's stuff happening. Yours guys. is nice because it's uh it's comedy and it's very light. It is. Yeah. But then it's also talking about some really. I can. Oh, I, I, can, I, can I can. Yeah. You don't bring grandma to this one. Yeah. Perhaps. Unless not. unless grandma's fun. <laughs> <laughs> My mom came to a bedpost once. She, she loved it, actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She actually loved oh, it. Oh, oh, I'm sure that my mom would have, like, such a riot, but she'd probably put it on that she's, like, a little bit uh, about it. <laughs> oh, my daughter. How embarrassing. I don't know. Yeah. It'd be interesting. All right. But yeah, go so, to different places. Go to different places. Get to know people. Go out, do shit. Yeah. Do you have a hobby? Go to the places that the, that you maybe do that you hobby. Get to know someone. Maybe someone's got a certain skill that either you love. Take a class. Yeah. Get excited. Meet people and, there. Yeah. Play sports. Be get a part of a league. Do you play a sport? Like go to get hit up the Toronto Sport and Social Is Club. Someone getting really excited about the thing that they're telling you about, and they can't seem to stop, and you go. <gasps> That's so exciting, and you get excited with them, and then suddenly you have a really good friend. (laughs) Go get excited about things. Maybe you'll get in their pants later. Maybe. Do you ever do online dating of any kind? Is that something you do as a poly person? Uh, Not not as far as dating sites are concerned. Um, Like Bumble? mm, Like those ones? 
I, I'm fortunate enough that I bump into quite a number of folk. Yeah, I'm um, out and about that I do too. Yeah, it's not like I am not given enough opportunities to bump into people f in real life. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But most of the people that I know, I knew them online first. Yeah. It's it, like... Oh, I have a great story about that, sure. actually. Yeah, because I, I, um, I'm not so wanting to go on dating apps either. However, if I'm on a dating app and say it's Bumble and it goes to a person that I know from the internet, yeah. I'm so much more likely to swipe on them because yeah. I'm like, oh my God, we're FetLife quote unquote friends. Mm. You know, I know you from FetLife. Yeah. I've seen your porn. Like, yeah. ah, yeah. I know you. I'm so much more oh, likely. you. Look at you. Yeah. yeah. You know, so like, I, that's just funny. It's like, okay, you can be on Twitter and I'm not going to use Twitter, my work Twitter as a dating mm -hmm. app. Yeah, However, if, if I know your face from Twitter and then I see you somewhere else, then I'm like, oh, I, then you come into my mm -hmm. consciousness. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I've seen you multiple yeah. places now. Okay. I'm now I'm more likely to like that friend of a friend you didn't you. really for a while. Yeah. You, suddenly, you didn't see for whatever just, reason. And then have a conversation solidly yet. And it's been years. And then suddenly it's like, Oh, but Oh wait, I recognize you hey, from that thing. And I, yeah. and I maybe, yeah, maybe we can see what happens here. Yeah. <laughs> Small world sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. And look, that's funny. That's a funny thing that happens to me kind of regularly too. Yeah. 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 All right, so let's see if we can answer this Someone question. Also just recently messaged me like, "Do you know this show?" I'm like, "Yes, I do." My show? Yeah. Oh, I love it. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> All right, so okay, we'll see if we can answer this because the question is: as an ethnic person that has always wondered if they were truly poly, how does one go about making poly friends slash contacts? Most of the kink groups slash events that I've attended in the past seemed mostly white. Uh, punk slash goth style, and mm. I didn't seem to fit in. I don't know Toronto, if we can... Toronto scene is... You, find, it, but that's you also, find it's diverse? That's that's the scene part. That's not... Relationships. True, well, it's not even... It's not even all of Polly. Yeah. Polly people are kind of like... Hidden. They're everywhere. They are everywhere. People like, you I've wouldn't suspect. People that wouldn't be caught dead at those things. Yes. They, they honestly yes, yes, yes. don't even want to put up with the people that are in certain certain communities. Yeah. But they're super poly, and they, they have their nine to five, and then they go home, and they have a poly relationship. Yeah. It's, um, if you're looking for scenes and going out, there's not a lot of only poly-esque kind of places. I know that there are poly groups online. Okay, you know, yeah, yeah, Different sure. social media. So that can um, be a good resource, yeah. Just to look for. There's closed groups that maybe you can hear about. Um, there's FetLife. Mm -hmm. um, I am not an ethnic person. Yeah, I'm that's, why I'm, that's why I'm like, can we answer this even? I don't know how to answer that part, but it is kind of a, a truth that certain scenes are... Are white. But those are also... The party scene of it. That's yeah. the extension there. It's good point. You know, there's there's certain factions that are pretty prominent, and even though they are mostly white, they are not the total sum. You you could easily have a conversation or like, I've gotten to know people mm -hmm. over a number of years. And only now that I'm talking about Polly, are they telling me I'm... Are they suddenly also, coming out with it? Yeah. We have something to talk about. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's, um, it's interesting because I don't know what the uh, like ethnic parts 
of a poly relationship, what um, troubles that would be. Mm-hmm. Or, or yeah, because like we don't, we don't, don't yeah, we're white people, but yeah. But if it's a sense of community, you know, find friends that are open to you talking about it. Mm-hmm. Whether they're your, your background or not, you mm-hmm. know, you want, you want friends on your side. Yeah. If people don't understand, tell them to go read a book. Yeah, true. A goddamn book, people. Okay, this question is great. It just says, how do you handle breakups? <sighs> Poorly. Yeah, it's a breakup. No it's a, a breakup. breakup. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can make it less painful. It's still going to be painful. Yeah. You can do you, rip the band-aid off or you can do it real slow. It's going to hurt no matter what. Do you feel like poly breakups are different than, like, say, if you were just dating one person, you're both monogamously dating each other and then breaking up? Is it different when it's I'm in a poly sure, dynamic? I'm pretty sure if it's a poly dynamic, uh, there's less likely for jumping ship because there's more opportunities to talk things out. Uh-huh. And if things aren't working, mm-hmm. you're already in a state of mind where you're willing and open to talk about difficult subjects. Ideally, anyways, yeah. yeah and if yeah, it's yeah. so bad that you need to break up, you're probably already at the stage where you can talk very solidly about it. And as sad as it is, it's sort of like, well, this isn't working, and mm-hmm. these are the reasons why. Mm-hmm. You're probably already in the state of mind where you've gone through conversations before that have seemed like it's going to be the end, and then you've talked it out, and you decided, okay, well, I'm I'm stressed and uh, uh, jealous in these circumstances, and mm-hmm. I don't like feeling this way. Yeah. And then you go, and if you change this, well, great, then you don't have a breakup, but if a breakup's going to happen, it's got to happen, yes. and it's going no to, matter and what it's the going dynamic. to suck, and... Yeah. Whether you're the dumper or the dumpy, it's going to suck. Yeah. And it could be inevitable. But you yeah. also should always take a breakup as like, I've saved myself some trouble by having this happen. Yeah. Let's pick up all the pieces. Oh, isn't it nice I can rearrange these pieces however I like? Truly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. And I Breakups th- suck. Anyways. Yeah, they suck no matter what. I think the only thing I was going to maybe add maybe it's nothing to do with your metamors it was just that person or maybe they yeah. need the space to break up with their partner yep yeah yeah and do you find that there's something nice in the way that you have other partners when you're breaking up with one maybe you have other partners that are like, like to go to and help to, or... yeah to go to and help you through the breakup yeah. perhaps yeah and it to depends maybe... on if you even talk with them about that kind of sensitive yeah, stuff. Because that's sometimes true. Maybe you don't. Maybe, maybe you don't. Sometimes yeah. you do. Maybe that's not. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. a good point. So yeah. whether you do or whether you don't. Yeah, and if you do, then then you have someone that knows them and respects them enough to have like a good conversation, solid conversation with you about well, what is this? What is your next step here? I don't know. Yeah. Or maybe talks you out of doing a breakup because you're the one that's hot-headed and you gotta get some down. perspective on it mm. yeah totally yeah. love that insider's knowledge yes insider baseball let's take a moment to talk about our lovely sponsors shall we first of all Oasis Aqua Lounge is a water themed sex club located right here in Toronto at 231 Mutual Street 
Oasis is inclusive of all genders and orientations and is shame-free when it comes to pleasure and play. Check them out at their website, oasisoflounge.com. Unicorn Collaborators is the local leather business of two queer unicorns. They specialize in luxurious and colorful harnesses for all body types, and even craft non-conventional ones for your thigh, fist, or foot. Check them out at their Etsy shop under Unicorn Collaborators. Lovecrafters Toys is a non-gendered fantasy sex toy line that makes weird and wonderful dildos in the shape of tentacles, unicorn horns, mermaid tails, and more. Their high-quality silicone is hand-poured right here in Toronto. Check out their Etsy shop at Lovecrafters Toys. ComeAsYouAre.com is a trans-owned, trans-operated sex shop that also happens to be feminist and anti-capitalist. They carry only the best sex toys and want to give you the best price possible. Next time, use the coupon code BEDPOST, that's B-E-D-P-O-S-T, when checking out at ComeAsYouAre.com. Okay, do you need to meet a person before your partner starts dating them? Do you? No. Do I have to meet someone? And I've come across people that do prefer to do that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, not in my dynamic. I don't. I definitely don't need to meet the person. No, you I know. don't have to. Most of the time, if... if I have to have it. a general good feel about the person, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, I gotta... If you don't like them, that might be... A- a problem there. Yeah, yeah. So you want it, but I don't need to like meet them and like, yeah. I don't have spend. to like them. You don't need to like them at more. No, no, it's fine. Yeah. yeah. Like if I if if they're not safe, if there's yeah things that could become my problem, then in okay. That way, you know, if if my partner was. Uh, changing in some way, like a uh, vague, but like maybe they're less around. Maybe there's a, a difference in the text messaging, or yeah. uh, maybe their their mood changes in a negative way. Well, then maybe maybe I don't like that person for how they're changing my partner, mm-hmm. or something like that. But then I don't need to know them for them to be doing stuff. Yeah. 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 I've I've met people before where it's like, no, I need to approve whoever you're going to. Go yeah, I've with. met people like that too. Yeah. Um. Like, oh, you need to know a person for a set number of time so that we can find out together if they are cool or not. To enter our dynamic or, like, polycule, essentially. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Interesting. These are good questions. Aren't they? Okay. This is basically the last question we have. Okay. Uh Make it good. Oh, make it a good one. Watch it be another one word response. Like, oh, I don't know. (laughs) No. (laughs) All right. And that's the end of our episode. (laughs) Yes, but no. No, but yes. Any advice on how you tell your partner that you're thinking about opening up the relationship? So this is, a, mon- I guess, a monogamous partnership. Mm. And they want to be like, hey, what do you think about this open relationship That's thing? That's a tough one. Yeah. It's so tough because, I mean... Ideally, you're on the same wavelength. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I've yeah. kind of been thinking like about that, too. Maybe you're that couple that's a little flirty all with over With other people. Yeah, 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 and, yeah. And yeah. you're okay with it. Or maybe... Maybe you're okay if... Hmm? You have, maybe you dirty talk about other people sometimes, you know, so maybe that is kind of a thing that you both know 
already about what each if? other. Yeah, like, like, oh, I want you to think about this person, maybe, <laughs> who is a sexy person. <laughs> maybe you, yeah, maybe you are walking I down the street, person. and you're like, look at that babe walking down the street. Maybe you already do that together. Yeah. So you might already yeah. be... Are you pan? Are you guys, are you guys, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, uh, are you both? pan? Are you bi? Are you? Yeah. 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 Are you not? Are you, are you like, you only like the opposite sex and, and that person, does that person have the same feeling or are they bi? Mm-hmm. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe you need to open it up because they want to have a connection with a person I'm, of another gender of, of, yeah. I really they want, want some to variety. explore this person I just met. I mean, I've been in relationships that I tried to open up and... Yeah. It's How'd that di- go? It's more, yeah. <laughs> How'd that oh, go? Oh, so you knew. Um, <laughs> oh, you've heard about it. It's so much easier to have a poly experience just start poly. you started poly. True. That is very true. It's yeah. because whatever dynamic that you settled started, it's, you want to stick to that. That's what got you interested. As much as possible. Yeah. The so, core values of the relationship yeah. to stay. You, you did know, the one hundred we'll questions the in the beginning, and that's been it since. <laughs> so but now yeah, you, it's monogamous. You are confronting this person, being like, "I want a kind of, I, I have an interest over here." It's um, a hard conversation, any way you put it. I, I think the way I would do it is like that dropping hints thing. Mm. You know. Planting the seeds, have patience with it. Again, Ooh. that is my advice. Sneaky, sneaky. Play what, the long what would you game. Consider, oh, like what? Oh, you know, uh, let them know that uh, you listened to a podcast about polyamory. You could, you could just send this over to them. You might want to be like, oh yeah, this is just kind of interesting. I don't What's know. What's this bathroom reader over here? <laughs> Ethical slut. Yeah. Hmm. Sounds interesting. You know. Oh, that person's butt. Oh, did you see her butt? Look at... Wait, don't... No, don't look. Don't look right now. Okay, but she's walking across the street. Isn't that gorgeous? You know, I I may have masturbated about our friend whoever the other night. Ah, I'm embarrassed. What do you think about it, though? (laughs) I don't... I don't know how to bring this up. I don't know how to bring this up, but... I kind of want everyone in my pants, like, but all at once. And I don't want to know what they look like. And everyone's got a blindfold on. And I don't know. They got to be in these suits. Whose hand is this? What am I feeling right now? You know, however, like, if, if you're the kind of couple that has a really solid sexual relationship, it might work out real nice. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if you already have trust issues maybe don't maybe maybe, maybe don't do that yet yeah. maybe you shouldn't even be dropping maybe this hints. isn't the person yeah, yeah to be doing like, this with either it's on your side or their side or both if it's that you're trying to open up relationship after they cheated on you Oof. that can be that can be complex tough. very because that is not always i would say most of the time it's not going to work out it's it's gonna hurt your feelings if it was not your decision to make mm-hmm. uh, about your partner going and seeing someone. So, if it's an after the fact thing, yeah, or if it's happening due to some sort of um, lack of interest in the current relationship, or la- yeah. you know, if, if you're 
trying to do it to band-aid a situation with yeah, this partner. Yeah, if it's a band-aid move, don't. Yeah. It's the same, don't have a Just baby. Just break up with the person. Don't yeah. have a baby to try and band-aid Oof, shit. Yes, oh Don't God. try and open your relationship to Polly. You know, there's certain basics. Don't go get a, a tattoo on your forehead because you're sad. <laughs> or <laughs> Don't do it. You know, I'm really good at the panic bangs. Okay? <laughs> Chop them real short. I look cute with Betty Bangs. You may not. You, you know. might not. Don't overpluck those eyebrows. Ah, Don't. Oh, everyone has. <laughs> I know. Have you ever shaved them? No, that's fine. <laughs> It'll take They're a while to go back, back, people. They're kind of back. <laughs> <laughs> Eyebrow pencils, at least. What was the question? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. Um, yes. How, yeah. yeah. How do you have the conversation? How, so, how do you start that? Like, I, I had a conversation once where it's like, you know what? There's this girlfriend of ours, and I hang out with her all the time. The first time that I met her, we were at a party, and we just started macking in front of you. So. <laughs> how do you feel about it? I just met her, and then I knew that she learned me she's good at kissing, and you seem to be cool with it. And that was a while ago, but then also I kind of want to see her yeah. maybe romantically because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I liked that. And is that a thing? That could be okay. Is like you've talked about that. You've talked about an open relationship that one time five years ago, or mm-hmm. you know, like you 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 pull up circumstances that make you think maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and talk reasonably yeah and maybe and if bring those strong up emotions and... be like whoa, whoa. sorry to even ask the question yeah. i just i'm curious yeah. and your answer will not affect how this is going to end up mm-hmm. i just i want to know and if it's a maybe we can have a conversation about it mm-hmm. and if it's a solid no it's please please don't it's okay I'm cool. Mm-hmm. And and it's I'm, not that I'm, I'm gonna... un- unhappy with. Um... <laughs> and I, I'm going to put it in there. You know, if you know you're poly, if that, if you orient yourself as yeah. poly, don't start dating a monogamous person. Oh yeah, don't ruin them. Don't like <laughs> yeah. Don't break the don't that make person them feel like half. they gotta change it. Yeah, and, and you know, by all means, don't hide that you're poly too. Mm. Yeah. And then c- come out and tell them months later after you've been dating your- oh. each other monogamously. Mm. And now That's you're like, oh, by the way, no. I've always been poly and I need to do poly. Mm-mm. So, you know. As o- o- open and honest from the get is a good idea. Yeah. Because it's just, it means that you can open that sense of trust that we can communicate. Yeah. Openly, even if it's difficult, that's that's gonna benefit your relationship no matter what. But uh... and and even yeah, that's a g- great point. It's like okay, if you're curious about Polly, don't sit on it for a year before bringing it up. Yeah. Because after a year, it if might you're pining seem for something. Yeah. After a year of not talking about yeah. it and wanting it, and, and then what happens? Resenting if you're, your partner you because suddenly of have it. an opportunity. Well, are you are you just suddenly gonna throw something away because you took the opportunity because yeah. you you could have talked about the Polly thing a year. You should have talked about it a year ago when you were like, just really, it was a fleeting thought. Talk about it then before it gets to a point where you feel like you're going to explode if you don't get it and your partner has to 
it, and then it's a um, a deal breaker mm. with the partner yeah. if they say yes or no. Like, yeah. don't let it get there. Mm. Talk to each other. This person really wanted to kiss me last night, and I had to tell them no. And now I suddenly realize that I wish nice. I had the opportunity. Mm-hmm. I didn't do the thing. Mm-hmm. But then I also, I would like to maybe do those kinds of things if that ever happened again. Yeah. What is your response to this? (laughs) What say you? (laughs) Partner, I care about your feelings here. We're in it, all of us, together. Oh, gosh. Anyways. Anyways, okay. One thing I might might put to you um, before we end this... uh, you know, if, this, is if, great. this has been great, yeah. really. Thank you so much, Vanessa. I, I know more things about myself. <laughs> I've learned, we've learned a lot. Um. <laughs> what if, if you wanted to let people know something about poly folks that they, that they don't know before, what, what would you tell people to enlighten people, you know, about, about poly people? Mm. Mm. People are interesting. <laughs> We're interesting. They're very interesting. (laughs) If they're busy folk, don't mess with their schedule unless you mean it. Are you in? Or are you? Are you actually in for it? I don't think you know. I love that. I love that. I love that. I don't know. I don't know what to say. Everyone's different. Everyone's got a... I find that it's a lot more between monogamous folk, and I, I'm i not as much around strictly monogamous folk as much as I once was. Me too. So I'm not having as many of these conversations as before, mm-hmm. but there's mm-hmm. a lot of... Um, it's not necessarily a stigma, but it's sort of like you don't feel comfortable talking about the things that you're experiencing, and then people don't know, and they're going to judge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're going to... Between monogamous folk, there's a lot of judgment in on other people's, where it's sort of like, he's seeing that girl over there. Mm -hmm. Enough that those people might want to tell you, oh, just know that not everyone's cheating. Yes, yes. (laughs) My partner doesn't need to know suddenly through text form, I saw Vanessa and she's with someone that's not you. Don't do that. And she looked like she was having fun. They looked in love. Oh, they might. They were be. hugging. Oh, good lord! Oh, I think I, I think I saw them holding hands. Yeah. He was playing with her hair. It's none of your business. Yeah, it's none of your business. They went into so, Oasis together. Yeah. Clutching pearl. <gasps> like my like turtleneck. That poly people exist. They are very uniquely interesting people in that they are people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Polly is not the only thing about them that is interesting. You can choose a different conversation. Yeah. If you don't want to talk about that, then don't talk about that. Keep your keep your unsolicited <laughs> advice to yourself. Yeah. And don't. If, yeah. Yeah. I, oh, I could never do that. We didn't ask you to. I no one's asking you to. Really bring this up to get your opinion. <laughs> You asked me about my ring. Yeah. yeah. Where's your partner? Yeah. They're somewhere. They. They? They? So, so like, they man? Woman? They non-binary? <laughs> no, they plural. Yeah. <laughs> they. Love it. I am being inclusive of everyone by saying they. Yeah. <laughs> 
All right, Vanessa, let the people have it. Where can we buy your art? Follow oh. you on social media, websites, all the things. Yay! Well, um, if you feel the need to check it out, you can, uh, or see my weird ass face, uh, <laughs> that is probably best to see on Instagram, mm-hmm. and that is vanessa.walsh.artist, V-A-N-E-S-S-A-W-A-L-S-H, and there is no E on the end of artist. Love it. Uh, for purchasing... Mm-hmm. Or anything like, you can go and find me on Etsy, yeah. uh, Vanessa Walsh Artist, and I've got prints that are small and large up there. Mm-hmm. Lots mm-hmm. of them. Yeah. Super sexy. Oh. Oh, yeah. And also, you can maybe, at upcoming shows, uh-huh. find some prizes that I left with Aaron over mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some exciting stuff. Guys, honestly, come to a bedpost in the next like four it's months. So funny. You, and the door prize. It's so good. If will you be think you know Vanessa someone, print. if you think you know someone that you guys might like, you bring them. Yeah. And you, you see how that. your evening goes. You talk about it to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe this is the way that you open that talk about how maybe, maybe you should do some more sexy things with other people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much, Vanessa. That was fun. Oh, Let's so do more, fun. more. Let's do a third part to this two-parter oh, already. Oh. <laughs> Here's your double episode. Yeah, you're welcome, everybody. Everyone uh, needs a little mini poly moment. Yeah. Oh my God. So I will. I will sign out on my own time. But just once again, I want to just thank you so much for everything. You're thank you for so, being you, hearts. You're hearts, so awesome. Hearts, hearts, hearts. I want to talk all the business things with you because you're like businesswoman awesome. Oh, you, mm-hmm. you though, you though. Okay. Thank you everyone for listening. Hope you learned some shit. If you have more questions, send them my way. Uh, we could do a part three if you want <laughs> us to. <laughs> Boy. Get us really juicy ones. Yeah. Or ones that I'll just go, no. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, no. Okay, <laughs> bye everybody. Bye. Bye. And that just about ends my two-parter polyamory podcast with erotic artist Vanessa Walsh. Clearly, we enjoyed talking to each other. I hope that you enjoyed listening to us over these last two episodes. And, you know, since I was... Uh, recording these in one sitting. I wasn't quite sure of the timing, so turns out on this uh, second episode we've got a bit of time left over. So what I'm going to do with that time is give you yet another Patreon preview. Now the Patreon is at patreon.com slash thebedpostshow. Generally what the offerings are are 30-minute solo episodes about my pro-doming life and about my personal life as a polyamorous person. And you will get uh, videos as well, also photo sets, kind of fetish content. You're also getting audio erotica that I've written and recorded just for you. However, so this um, little preview is going to be one of those solo mini episodes. So if you like it, by all means, please go over to patreon.com slash thebedpostshow and you can start for $2 a month and get one mini episode a month or the second tier is $5 and you can get two episodes per month and then beyond that you can get for the $10 tier you can get all those pics and videos that I talked about. 
So without further ado, let me take you to a Patreon preview. Enjoy! So the first one was a gentleman who wanted medical role play, which is something that I am so very passionate about. I love it. I love being on the receiving end of it, and I love being on the topping end of it. It is just so fun. And um, he, yeah, he just essentially wanted to experience a lot of different sensations and whatnot. And I was like, great, I can like work that into a medical scene, Uh, you know, just like justifying uh, all kinds of stupid shit to do to you within the scene. Um, So we did, uh, first of all, this man was very horny. And rightfully so, I was like, all right, um, so uh, why have you come into the office today? You know, what um, what medical issue have you been, you know, having trouble with? And he's like, oh, just that I am uh, so overstimulated and I'm just like constantly hard and I just think about sex like all the time. And I'm like, I can, by the end of... <laughs> I mean, even by the beginning, I was like, wow, you are, yes, you're, you're, I don't know if you're doing a character right right now. And then by the end, I was like, oh yeah, this, this guy, um, that was true. (laughs) But you know, it was a two hour session, so I made him really wait for it. Uh, I love like just the back and forth about like clarifying what exactly the issue is and you know, have me tell you about your symptoms and, um, you know, let me tell you what I have in mind uh, for some things that might help you, you know, some testing that might need to happen uh, so I can, you know, determine uh, a conclusion about your, your, you know, disorder or your illness or whatever, um, your, your constant, your hypersexuality. Um, so, you know, we did a bunch of different, uh, just like light sensation play. Like I had the Wartenberg wheel out, uh, which he loved. Um, that's just like a little pizza wheel kind of, but it has spikes on it instead. So you just kind of wheel it across the skin and it feels just kind of like scratchy, uh, pokey, that kind of a sensation. Um, prickly. That was the word I was searching for. Um, so we did that. He loved that. Uh, you know, did it all over and uh, in, in more sensitive places. And then like also just like, you know, along the back, like along the neck, along the inner thigh, like everywhere. And I also did like that big bear claw that we have. So it's essentially like brass knuckles in that you put them through, you know, your four fingers and you can hold grip onto it like that, but it has like Wolverine spikes. Haha, that's a good uh, analogy. Um, also just bear claw is pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> so it just has like four, you know, curved animal nails, it looks like, right? So again, just drawing that all over his body and whatnot. Um, we did like a bunch of nipple clamp stuff. He, uh, he loved everything. Nipple clamp was like a little difficult for him. So, you know, um, 
doing that doctorly thing that's like, oh, you know, hang in there. You're doing great. Um, it'll just be another minute longer, you know, all that kind of stuff. It was kind of revealed throughout the session that he liked being called a good boy and he liked, like, that kind of encouraging type of a dom, even though I was, you know, a professional doctor, so a bit removed and what have you, but just that kind of, you know, you'll get through it, it's all right, I know it's uncomfortable, I apologize about that, it's going to be over real soon, you're doing great, good job, like all that kind of stuff. So I tortured him a bunch, uh, <laughs> you know, for, for, uh, because science and, um, you know, just trying to figure out really the root of his problem <laughs> and, um, um, having him give feedback on each thing as well, all that kind of stuff. Um, he did want to do pegging and prostate play and all that. So I did a lot of like tease and denial with that. You know, we've got a few different vibrators. We've got like a prostate massager. We've got all kinds of stuff, really. Magic wand. So had all the vibrators out doing all the things. I was trying to give him also like a bunch of different stim at the same time. Like for, for quote unquote testing, you know, medical purposes. And, uh, you know, all, all of this took place in the, in our medical, quote unquote medical facility. So in the like faux doctor's office. And, um, you know, it, it was good. Um, two hours is a great amount of time to do a fully fleshed out role play. And, um, yeah, he was very responsive as a bottom, like very much. He, it, like the, uh, like orally, like A-U-R, orally. Um, yeah, he was like just moaning and doing all the sounds, uh, even with like very minimal stimuli. So he was very, very responsive. He was very easy to read. Um, and I think he was just like very connected to what was happening, like you know, he wasn't, definitely wasn't, like, in his head, you know, he was not thinking about the groceries he needed to get for dinner tonight, that's for sure. He was just, like, very in the present, and, uh, I appreciated that a lot. And, um, did he tip? I don't think he tipped, but, you know, whatever. I, I, I kind of thought about this recently. I think, like, 50% of people tip $50. <laughs> which is a kind of a high tip, right? Um, so it, it kind of evens out and it's fine. I'm not, I'm at the point where I don't expect a tip anymore. I was getting a lot of tips. I think when I started maybe, or I just got a higher percentage of tips and then, uh, and then, yeah. And then I realized I'm like, oh, most people don't really tip. So whatever, not important. <laughs> Two, two hour session. I'm making enough. Trust me. It's fine. Um, and then I had an hour off. So I think I went to A&W and like slammed a Beyond Meat burger and fries. That sounds like something I do. <laughs> I either did that right then in between the two sessions or between the second session and me going to my bartending job. So either or, um, you know, it takes a lot out of you and it, and it's the summer and yes, it's a nice air conditioned space in the ritual chamber, but like when you're in the doctor's office, which is a smallish room, and I'm wearing like a PVC doctor's jacket, ugh, it's hot. So I was sweating. 
so you, you burn you burn some calories right <laughs> so uh, my next client when I came back they were actually already there when I was walking back I'd given myself I think 15 minutes to like get back in there and get dressed again and just kind of get my head in the game a little bit but so 15 minutes there they were already sitting on the front doorstep when I was walking back so I was like oh hello (laughs) you must be my next um, appointment so I was like it's very hot that day I was like why don't you come in there's no reason I'm going to keep you out here in the heat but just you know I legitimately probably do a need about 10 minutes uh, to get ready. So, you know, um, if you don't mind, if I like leave you alone in our little boudoir area, you know, with the couch and whatnot, and they were totally fine with it. And um, this person I knew a little bit more about because she hears that had sent me. And we're going to end that little sneak peek Patreon preview right there. I'm just going to sign out as I usually do, let you know, once again, the Patreon is at patreon.com slash the bedpost show. Uh, for bedpost, the stage show, if you're in the GTA area, we are doing that the third Friday of every month at 8 p.m. at the Social Capital Theater. Social media, you can find us at Bedpost Erotica on Facebook, at the Bedpost Podcast on Instagram, or you can email me at the Bedpost Sex Show at gmail.com. We also have revitalized our YouTube page. So we're the Bedpost Sex Show on YouTube, where we're doing fun uh, Bedpost product reviews, a new series that I've just begun. And sometimes I talk about my pro doming here on the podcast. So you can follow me at the Lady Pim One, both on Instagram and on Twitter, though I'm a hell of a lot more active on Twitter. The web pages are ladypim.com and bedpost.ca. And last but not least, of course, my good friend Stephanie Copeland. She has created all the original music that you hear on the Bedpost podcast. You can check out the rest of her art and her work at stephcopelandmusic.com. Once again, a huge thank you to Vanessa Walsh for this polyamory two-parter, and a big thank you to you for listening. We will see you next week with episode 200. We've got a really special guest. She has been voted as the guest that people want to have back on the podcast. That will be all revealed and happening next week with episode 200. Thank you so much, everyone. We'll see you then. Bye.